Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us. Welcome to The Preventable. With me today, we have the founder of a lifestyle brand, uh, Chris Becker, founder and CEO, I assume, of Better Roads. Is that right? No, you know, I, uh, oh, I, I like to wrong. Say, you know, this isn't my first rodeo. So I was smart enough to uh, find somebody much, much more experienced and smarter than me <laughs> to be the CEO as I, uh, get to do things like talk to you on a podcast. So awesome. Um, founder Love that. founder <laughs> of better roads and roads is R H O D E S. So let's right. uh, dive in and talk a little bit about Better Roads. I think you have a really cool origin story. Um, why did this uh, come up? Why did you decide to found something like this? Sure. Um, I'll try to make it quick, but there's a couple pieces. One is, you know, for those of you, you know, in the startup or, you know, new business uh, area, a common element is trying to solve a problem for myself and then seeing if there's a business there. So I was on vacation with my family. Um, they were at the beach. I was in a local coffee shop doing my background is technology consulting. So I was on Zoom calls or whatever. This was in uh, early 2019 and I wasn't drinking and I wanted some adult, you know, beer in my case brought to where we were staying and I didn't want it to suck. And, you know, a lot of the alcohol free, what I call the first generation of alcohol free is really positioned around, you know, it's, it's what it isn't, which is without alcohol. And typically the perception is it's lower cost. It's, it's lower quality. Um, so I spent the afternoon procrastinating, basically not working and searching for what <laughs> I ended up finding was that there was actually this entire world of alcohol-free products that I knew nothing about, that there were artisanal, uh, IPAs, for example, an alcohol-free IPA. I was like, that's incredible. And then not, and beyond that alcohol-free breweries that didn't even produce alcohol uh, beer with with alcohol of over 0.5%. And that proceeded to me spending probably uh, north of $150 in shipping costs, six packs, 12 packs, mm. all being shipped. And then, you know, opening one, tasting it, not liking it, looking into the fridge and realizing I have 11 more. And I'm like, okay. So the first idea really was nothing more than a six, a sampler six pack where the idea was let's take six beers from different producers, put them in a pack and then educate and get the message out to say, hey, these products exist and don't do what I did. Try this six pack and see which ones you like. And then in which one, based on which one you like, hopefully come back for more. And that was kind really the like starting a wine point. club, right? Yeah. Kind of like a wine club, sort of, right? Like you get to like have a little sampler platter. But in this case, it's all like N.A. or zero proof options. That's right. And, and then you don't have to like spend the mileage and like drive around to each place to see, do they have this in stock or do they have right. this in stock? Yeah. And that's huh. a great example of where things have moved to is, you know, that was the beginning and it took another year and a half to really kind of build out the business with lots of things along the way. But um, we do now have alcohol-free wine clubs. Um, we're talking to various uh, alcohol wine clubs about plugging in to have an alcohol-free version um, and giving people those choices and giving people those, those different options. And we've kind of flirt, we've kind of built those out more and more. So absolutely. Yeah. What I, I love about this is it it's, it's all about convenience, right? I mean, in a way, because right now, I mean, Annie O'Donoghue, our 
maven for all things na you know she'll be at one store and she'll take a picture and she'll say what do you think should we try it and then we'll have like a taste test and then i'll be out somewhere and i'll say oh my gosh i can't believe they have this on the menu and so it it's really sort of organic and and very grassroots but it sounds to me like the idea of better roads is to really sort of blow that up so so that people never have to wonder how and where they can find options that work for them because maybe they just don't feel like drinking, right? It's not all about yeah, recovery. That's right. And yeah. I think there's a couple of pieces there. One is it's very much a brand new industry and, you know, it's kind of the poor cousin of the alcohol industry. And I, I refer to it sometimes as the adult alcohol free beverage industry. It's, we call it, we, and we, we, we designate ourselves as premium beverages because the real focus here is about, this is a this is a positive. You're gaining something. Yes, the alcohol isn't there, but with that comes gain. It could be everything from lower calories to more health benefits. Obviously, the lack of a hangover for a lot of people the next day kicks in as benefit. So there's a lot of these things that give you it more choice, more options, more empowerment. Um, so that's a big piece of it. And then as the industry is still very young, but as it's growing, people are looking more and more to us to help them curate. Because there are quite a few products, more than I ever would have imagined. Um, and still to this day, you know, I thought maybe we would kind of peak. But I just came back from uh, the UK, mostly meeting with makers. That's why I love my job. I get to go out and, you know, talk to the producers and the CEOs back selling, you know, working on hitting sales targets and stuff. So That's right. Yeah. I know. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I love this. So I got I to spend a whole setup. week just meeting all of these mad scientists, inventors, beverage experts and there's an entire another wave as this becomes more of a of a of its own category if you like so i'm very excited about that and that's where we come in and really help people know about the new and next gen and alcohol free and then as things become and that's really where we focus for curation and choice you know there's lots of good products more and more that you can get in your local grocery depending on where you are and we even help even if we don't carry it on our online site as I mentioned to you, we're working on things like a mobile app where people can find out what's available to them locally. Because for us, it's more than just selling the products. It's about creating a community and educating people about this great space. And so so let's say, just as an example, if our local grocery store or, or anybody who's listening, if their local grocery store does not um, have a, a good selection of NA products, is that something that you could help them source and facilitate and figure out like, you know, what would be a good, a few good options for them to carry? Absolutely. So I'll just highlight a couple of things. So one is, you know, our site is as much a place for discovery that these products even exist. This show, we're actually in a small town where our fulfillment center is uh, on the East coast. This is our small shop, but even in our, in our tiny town, we have, uh, we use it for, you know, for things like this, but people come and and buy. They don't happen to know they have the best selection in North America in a town of 500 <laughs> people, but uh, that's okay. But online is really okay. the digital version of that. And then from there, we have our wholesaling. So we're working with, we, we, we exhibited Alcohol Free at the National Restaurant Show, which, you know, being in St. Louis, it's in Chicago, it's at the McCormick Center. It is massive. And mm. we weren't talking to restaurant owners and people in the industry about, hey, what is this alcohol-free? They'd heard from their customers. They'd seen through the pandemic the growth and the choice and the maturation of all the products you see behind me. The discussion was more about, okay, 
what's the solution? How do I bring this to my restaurant? How do I bring this to my customers? And even more and more, that's, that's part of it. So that app I mentioned, this Better Without app, which you can see on our site and it's available on your iPhone or, or Google device or Android device. We're in the middle of, of, now you can go and look up products just like you can on our website on the phone. But before Labor Day this year, uh, 2022, we'll be launching the location services. So that means two things. If you're in St. Louis, if you're in Ch Chicago, we will have the locations that we're aware of to say, hey, this local bar, this local grocery, you can go here and get these products. But one of the features that it will have is the users of the app can nominate locations to say, oh. hey, my favorite bar has well-being beer or my favorite uh -huh. restaurant has this great alcohol-free wine. Please put it on your site. Or my grocery doesn't. Please, oh, here's the name of the grocery. Awesome. And those are really accounts for our folks to follow up with. And we're working with food distributors and others. They look to mm -hmm. us just like customers do to say, okay, we get it. Help us curate a solution for our accounts, for our grocery clients, for our restaurants, what have you. I think the app is is so genius. And and before we started recording, you told me that it came out of the UK, which to me is sort of surprising because many times when we're talking to teenagers about alcohol, they're always like, well, how come we're not like Europe where people can, you know, start drinking when they're 15? And it's like, okay, well, a brain is a brain is a brain. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's not, yeah. you know, but, but I do want to piggyback off of something you said where, where you said that restaurateurs were coming to you, right? You weren't having to make the sell about why alcohol-free products. And, and it's really more than a trend. And I know that we kind of pushed up against that early on as people were, this is a trend. It's going to go out of style. It's yes. really more of a movement, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, a couple of things there. One is, I hope it's not a fad and it is a trend. Otherwise, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> but, uh, and, but That's why you've got a great yeah, CEO. So you're exactly. Um, and I'll make sure <laughs> that that doesn't happen. And the other thing is, I think you're starting to see and the restaurant industry, when we were at the restaurant show, I think it's an example of this, that it's, it's, we've kind of reached that inflection point. And part of the reason is, yes, it's about these alcohol-free beverages. And, you know, uh, and I'll be the first to admit, we talk about this on, on our podcast and on our, in our content. Some of these products still have more, more have a ways to go with some of the flavor profiles. If you're, if you're yes. going to try a, an alcohol-free botanical gin alternative and straight out of the bottle, it's not going to taste like Tanqueray or whatever. So there's yeah. education there and the, and also there's product innovation that's happening there. So that's, but that's one thing. But when you look, when you take a step back, the alcohol-free adult alcohol-free industry is really a, one way to look at it is it's as a subsegment of the health and wellness movement. And that absolutely that predates. So I'll give you an example. So in, you know, the movement to, vegetarianism and plant-based foods. I'm old enough to remember like in the eighties, I had one friend maybe who was a, a vegetarian and they, you, you dreaded the day they asked you out for dinner because it was absolutely. like, oh, God, absolutely, I'm going to have to go to the yes. one vegetarian restaurant and order something quote unquote weird. Now yeah, it's going to be tofu. Right. It's going to be rubbery. It's going to be, and gross. you're going to be talking yeah. about it. You're not only going to yeah. eat it. Oh, you're gonna I'm going to be like throwing it in your face and telling you like, <laughs> Oh, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. Well now, I could be at a restaurant with a group of people and either it's not a vegetarian restaurant. There's vegetarian options on the menu. I may even order one 
It's certainly not a topic of conversation. And there may also be a vegetarian at the table who's ordered their meal. It's also not a topic of conversation. What that says to me is there's an over a 10, 15, 20 year period, there's been a normalization. And if you look to the younger generation, the idea that you're a low or no alcohol lifestyle, that's not something to be ashamed of. If I was going out not at at, all. with in my 20s, uh, in the 90s, early 90s or in the 90s, and I went out with my friends and I wasn't drinking, they'd be like, what are you, sick? Yeah, what's the matter yeah, with you? Yeah, you'd have to explain right? Are you pregnant? So I like, think what's can, going on? Exactly. Right. So I think you're seeing, if if you look to that, and now let's take you know plant-based food, 70% of people that are plant-based food customers, whether that's meat or milk alternatives, are also meat eaters. And I think you're going to see that here where, yes, of course, these are great products, hopefully and respectfully, for those who choose to be sober, if it helps them with choice and selection and helping manage manage their 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 journey, but also, in order for this industry to truly grow, you're going to see most of the cons- consumption being on people who are drinking less or at that point in their life or for whatever reason, and as the name of our company suggests, whatever road you happen to be on, these are products that give you more choice, more empowerment, more more options. So I am a vegetarian. So that uh, I know it, it's actually it's it hits so close to home for me because when I first became a vegetarian over 20 years ago, yeah. it was all my mother could talk about. Yeah. Right. And like, how am I going to get enough nutrients? And like, you know, it's just not. Yeah. And and not only can I now go to a restaurant and it not be a topic of conversation, yeah. but there are multiple options for me. Yeah. It's not just that one like V in a circle. Here's our that's vegetarian right. option. Or that's usually like some. Yeah. E- exactly. So the the idea of having lots of options is so accommodating. I, I did a podcast um, with Laura Silverman from Zero yes. Proof Nation. Yep. No, Laura. Yeah. And the, the topic or the title of that was the future of hospitality is inclusivity. Yeah. Because inclusivity implies that you're trying to include and accommodate people like myself, who I am not a person. Um, it, I, I don't choose a sober lifestyle, but it's not always like, I don't always want a drink, yeah. but I sometimes want the taste of yeah. something. And our society doesn't those, make like, it easy. Yeah, no. And I'm one of those people that I like the taste of beer, right? So like on a hot summer day, like a well-being as an example, it, that's in my refrigerator yeah. An athletic that is in my refrigerator. Right. Um, and there are many other people who, you know, choose not to drink for a variety of reasons or just want to skip and that's okay. And it <laughs> doesn't have off. to be. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's why I love the name. Can you, I, I'm a, I'm a classic Civ nerd. Uh-oh. I like studied classic yeah. Civ in, okay. in school and, and college. So why better roads? R-H-O-D-E-S. So I don't normally tell this, but there is a story. So I, I joke the first of all, better roads, R-O-A-D-S.com was taken. Not by. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> and it, that was, you know, I've done a couple startups, so that's part of the process. But, um, and I, it was in the 2019 when I was doing the research and really understanding that this this area, this segment was really a little bit of many or almost everybody's life, but hopefully not a lot of anyone's life. This idea of having alternative adult beverage choices. Um, so you weren't stuck between either I ha- I'm feeling like I have no option except to drink in order to socialize 
or I'm at the kids table with water or Coca-Cola or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, so out of that became, you know, and there's lots of different reasons. (laughs) So that was the concept of better and roads. So roads, you know, is the idea that people are on their own paths, multiple paths, different journeys that may intersect at different points in time, better in the sense of looking for, as we all do, for whatever reasons in different parts of our lives, trying to make things better for ourselves or for our family or others. So roads, the actual word has two meanings that kind of speak to that. One is spelt that way in old English. uh, The meaning of the word is clearing in the woods. And then roads as uh, particular, we are near Rhode Island and another place, but Rhodes, the Greek island, had the mythical Colossus, which was a statue of Helios, god of the sun. So if you combine those two things with this idea of everybody's on their own journey, it's this getting to a place that's a clearing to try to find light or improvement, whatever that means for you. So that's the story. I It's a great story. I, I love a good name story, by the way, but <laughs> Um, probably because I'm a classic yeah, sick nerd. For sure. But to me, it really speaks to this idea that it's a clearing, it's a pa- for, for whatever you want. And I know that yeah. there are some it's personal, it's personal. And, and speaking of personal, you know, I know that there are some, I don't want to say naysayers, that's, that's too harsh, yep. but there are some people who say, not for me, that's, right. that's a slippery slope, not interested. And to those folks, you say, Okay. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and there's a couple different categories and I'll take the more serious category first. So having been in AA meetings and AA rooms, this is a topic of conversation that predates these, the evolution of these newer products that you're seeing behind me. So I think of, you know, the classic Oduls or near beer, that product uh, is a product that exists largely as a result of prohibition in terms of a product that was allowed to maintain, be maintained in the market after the Volstead act. Um, but for many people in AA, which I have a hundred percent respect for the, the bottle, the smell, the ritual, the yep. fact that there's a trace amount, which other, you know, orange juice that's left in your fridge for a week Correct. has 0.17. So we're talking Correct. about 0.5. Um, now, so that, that is very important. And if, and you have to be respectful of, and I have huge respect for Bill Wilson, the A program, the 12 steps, and it's one day at a time. And if that is something that's going to cause you a trigger, then it needs to be away. But for someone else who could very well be in that same room, because I've seen the debate happen, then say, I get it. And, you know, you've got your orthodox, the the orthodoxy of A, and you're going to have debates, not just about this. There's orthodoxy about the role of religion in A and all these things, but this is definitely up there. So one or the use of marijuana. Um, oh yeah. So mm-hmm. this is one of those things where it's, but it, even AA speaks to it's, it's one day at a time and that has to be interpreted for whatever that means for you. So if someone else is using that and it's helping them, then you have to respect that. So, but having said that, I do think the entire industry needs to take a duty of care that these products Absolutely. look like alcohol. They smell like alcohol. They taste like alcohol. Um, and that has to be given and the community that's made it so far with so many strides in terms of sobriety has to be given their due respect as this evolution evolves. And, you know, I've read lots of articles and in part, part of the debate, you know, yeah, July, January is great. Sober curiosity is great, but you know, let's not, it's, you know, it's gotten a little trendy, right? So let's not forget the people that have been making this whole world happen 
well before some of this stuff that's that's coming along more recently. And I have huge respect and, and I think it's something we always have to be mindful of. And I think it goes hand in hand with what you've been talking about this whole time, which really is a better road for you. Yes. Whatever that looks like. That's right. And um, and and I think that people who are in this alcohol free space who are trying to elevate it beyond just a fad yeah. um, to create options for people who do want them for whatever reason. Right. Um, I, I think what I appreciate as somebody in the substance use field for the last 15 years yeah. is that you all do seem to understand the nuance um, understand the, I'll say controversy, but again, I think that's debate. Too, yeah. In, yeah. Debate. Uh, you understand it. You're not afraid to lean into it. That's right. Um, and you're also not afraid to say, Hey, if we're not for you, we're not for you. Yeah. And, and so I just, I appreciate that. I think it's very important of, because I don't want yeah. the idea that there are other paths that allow maybe us as a society to in the aggregate drink less. I believe you know, that's important. I think that that's an important thing, but that doesn't take away from the, the, the part of the, you know, three of our last four presidents didn't drink a significant number. There was a research that came out of, uh, of the UK this week that, you know, 25% of the people that are in UK pubs don't drink either. They're just there with their friends. And, you know, with, with, when not given a good out drink choice, they're often the person that brings that group out of the bar earlier than they might otherwise stay. So there's all kinds of commercial yeah. <laughs> The advertisers are linking. That's a great point, yeah. actually. That's a great well, the, point. You know, the other Come one on, is, guys, I got to get home. I got to get home. Yeah. And the other, the inverse of that is when we've all sat on the stand, we've all been standing on the street corner with our friends with that excruciating conversation of, you know, it's time to go have lunch or grab a mic. And it's like, okay, where do you want to go? I don't care. Where do you want to go? I don't care. Where, where do you want to go? go? Where do you well, want to go? Well, if I'm sober right. and I have my app in front of me and I know that around the corner they have athletic or well being, I'll be like, I now have an, 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 an have incentive to be that person to say, well, let's go there. And not, am I only not just driving me there? Who's going to buy an athletic instead of a free water. I've now got five people with me who are going to buy whatever they choose to buy. So I think it's a very important. So, but to come back to that point, I think it's critical. And I think it ought, we have to constantly remind ourselves about that. So for example, on our site, we have a filter to immediately filter our entire site between 0.5 or less, which we refer to generically as non-alcoholic or 0.0, which is really 0.0001. Yep. Um, yep. But it's all for all intents and purposes, it's alcohol free. And we use that designation and all of our products that we carry have that, that, that label, if you like. So you can quickly, a lot of people are like, look, I don't, you know, it's gotta be, I'm interested in the products, but we want 0.0. So mm-hmm. we can, mm-hmm. we can immediately filter out the 0.5s or less. Genius. And that's a debate. It, uh, again, a conversation, a yeah. dialogue we've had internally, right. you know, in terms of what products do we promote, do we offer? Um, and, you know, I think it's a healthy debate yes. that's, that is often spirited, no pun intended. Well, yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny because <laughs> going on just a few hours ago, there was a New York Liquor Authority board and one of the liquor distributors was bringing a, bringing a move, a, 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 was asking for a ruling because they were getting into this and some states, and I've had the converse, I've spoken at state liquor administrator conferences, <laughs> um, which are interesting. This whole, I'm this sure. whole industry, like I could talk all day about the alcohol industry, but 
there, there's a lot of these rules do go back to prohibition and this whole 0.5 or less. So, and mm -hmm. now that there's a proliferation of these products, some of these liquor distributors that have enjoyed franchise, basically monopolies in their regions are all of a sudden, Hey, wait a second. These products can be sold elsewhere and they're very used to, they've had a, they've had a good for 80, 90 years. So this is a small so piece of their things, world. We're shaking things up Oh God, up a I bit. hope so. I hope so. Chris, I have, the time has flown by. I have so appreciated your time. Uh, you're like, you should start a business or something. You're pretty smart. <laughs> I'm retired. There's people, there's a CEO that's doing all that. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I, are, I liked Better Roads before you came on and I'm, I'm a super fan now. So thank you very much uh, for you, being Nicole. here. If you have enjoyed this conversation, if you want to learn more about Better Roads or more about the Preventable Podcast, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you, Nicole. Bye, everybody. Appreciate the time. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us at The Preventable, brought to you ad-free by PreventEd. PreventEd works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website at prevented.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.